0: is welcome to a brand new week of Geekscape Where your host, that's me, Jonathan London Brings you the latest news and reviews About movies, video games, and comics These are the only things that I care about I'm guessing if you're watching, these are the only things That you care about, and to help Guide us through the last week uh, Is a, uh, what, what do I have Gilmore, Gilmore's over here, our camera guy uh, Brian Gilmore over here, our producer mm-hmm. Is over here, and uh, who do we have We usually have a specialist in the geek World, right? Yeah and he helps us... Gilmore's drinking from a cup. This is what I see. Guys, you don't see this in the magic of Geekscape, but this is all I see. I see Gilmore over there going, Yep.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Not so uh, upstanding now that your girlfriend's gone. <laughs> uh,
1: I feel empty. Yeah, so. he
0: feels empty. So guys, I'm always joined by a co-host. This week I've got Adrian Colesbury. Hello. Uh, he's going to be talking geek stuff, nerd stuff. He's the uh, author of a brand new book, that's pretty useful. I, uh, I've i been starting to read it. Uh, it's called, How to Make Love to Adrian Colesbury. It may only be useful to Adrian Colesbury. <laughs> he may be the recipient of the, uh, you know. Of, it's like a
1: five-page book.
0: On how to pleasure him.
1: With three steps.
0: Yeah. No, th- this book, uh, we're going to talk about it, but uh, I met Adrian a couple weeks ago when we were doing stand-up together, and uh, I asked him, I said, so what's your book I, I knew he was an author and he said how to make love to Adrian Colesbury and I'm like that's ah, pretty self-serving <laughs> that's that's great um so I mean if you're gonna do it might as well do it right right? Uh, it was then that I actually saw him perform and I found myself wanting to make love to Adrian Colesbury so when the book came in the mail yesterday I found it very useful uh, and we'll see if some of those techniques work later on in the show Uh, Adrian, thanks for coming on Geekscape. Thank you for
2: having me, Jonathan.
0: So, uh, Adrian, welcome to my office slash Geekscape set. Um, It's a wonderland in here. (laughs) What's what's great is the audience is like, oh, great, they're going to review Harry Potter. And they brought a guy from Harry Potter. (laughs) He's got like the. They brought a grown up Harry Potter. True. Oh, um, So are you a fan Of the Harry Potter stuff That was the big movie This week Are you a fan Of like the Harry Potter stuff Not the movies Okay but you read the books
2: I, I, I read part of the books And kind of understood it And, and didn't read The rest of it
1: As, They're like yates You can't really get through them. They're hard to understand well, there no <laughs>
2: nice. I appreciate you busting my balls for that, <laughs> but, uh, but but like, yeah. no, I kind of exactly. It's it's like getting through *Rape of the Lock* or something <laughs> else not to change for Blake. But no, it's um. I mean, I, I understand why kids got so freaking psyched. And I understand why adults got so psyched about it. It's a super cool series where you just get completely lost in this completely different universe and uh, stuff. But I just never, I never took the time to actually read them
0: as an author as an author, is that just not? as a well-read well-written author, is that just child's?
2: Well, I don't think it was necessarily child's literature. Yeah. I think it was definitely she absolutely got everybody. she okay. she cast a wide net. The Michael
0: and, Bay and... of authors
2: would you say? <laughs> yes, right um, but she she caught everybody, but I didn't actually feel like there was a lot I could learn from it. Uh I hate to feel. That
0: seems condescending. To Adrian in his backyard, actually trying to cast fucking spells. Yeah. You see, Adrian wrote a book called How to Make Love to Adrian Colesberry because he thinks most almost all books should be how to books. Right, exactly. So reading Harry Potter yes. and he's sitting there with a wand in the backyard. Right. I made the
1: mistake, none of this worked. I can see
0: none how I can see how that disappointment led led right. you to not read not the remainder of the them. series. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. So
0: what was the process after your disappointment with the Harry Potter books?
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> what was the process of sitting there taking notes on the end of the book right? Yeah, I right. can do
0: he's like, okay I have new he's writing down like yeah. ingredients <laughs> and the shit. ingredients. Where uh, do I get these things? So uh, as as uh, he's he just wants to be he just wanted to be invited to Hogwarts, Or is that the name of Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Hogwarts? I have not read the books I've not uh, I've seen like I saw the first movie because I was like hey, what's all this Harry Potter? It sucked stuff? No. saw the first movie and then I think when number four came, I didn't see another one. When number four came out, I was in Austin with nothing to do. You know, when you when you know when you go home to see your parents, and you see your parents for like two days, and then you're like, one oh, of those days you have to
1: fill up some time. Yeah, you're like, uh, now what do I early. do? Yeah, yeah. Graham Douglas, who you guys know. <laughs> I almost saw Year One because my mom was in
0: town. Oh, that. <laughs> that's fucked up. If you were under eighteen, she could you could have been taken away from her. She would have. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Graham was in town and we were stranded. And Graham's a big Harry Potter fan, and he's like, "You want to go see Number Four with me?" And I was like, "Can you tell me what the what the hell's going on?" And he's like, "It's just wizards." So I was like, "Okay, got it."
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I think I saw one and four. Are those good, Gilmore?
1: No. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I saw the one that had like a. Had like a labyrinth at the end. Oh, actually, with no, the four chess was game. A four. Yeah, yeah four was that was the, the best chess one? game? The uh, live. Four chess was my
1: favorite one. Yeah. Supposedly yeah. they only get better from there on out. This one's supposedly
0: the best. <laughs> Adrian is asking wow. if that's what the live chess game from the trailers. I think there's a live fucking chess game in every, every one. Everyone. Everyone. There's like Excellent. a quidditch, There's kay. like a quidditch match. Yeah. A dude going like that. <laughs> and a chess
1: game. in every one. Wait,
2: was that the Harry Potter movie where the dude goes like that? Yeah Oh I, it was
1: that I, one. Where he runs that's to that's camera
0: true. And goes like this Yeah <laughs> The <laughs> thing about it is I, I, and, and Laura asked me Because you know They've been promoting This new Harry Potter so much uh, Laura's like Do you have any interest In reading those books I was like sweetie I, I don't I can't get through books You know the last book I read was my, Steve Martin's biography. I read The Road I read The Road oh. but, uh, but, but let's talk if you guys want to read uh, uh, a review of Harry Potter, you're not going to get it on the show, is what you're getting, no. uh, what you're guessing by now. Um, go to Geekscape.net. Our very talented writer William Bibiotti, has actually written a review uh, of uh, of the, this new Harry Potter movie. Because mm-hmm. we get
1: invited to screenings now.
0: We do. Wow. Uh, Gilmore, who's in charge of our features, uh, has a whole week at Comic Con lined up for us. So next episode, you guys are going to start getting a slew of Comic Con stuff. But uh, but this week. We're gonna right. skip the Harry Potter. Go to geekscape.net to read that review from William. But then we got to talk about to Adrian Closebury about his book, cause uh, this is the next book I'm gonna read. Uh, and I started reading it because it came yesterday. And uh, and I gotta tell you, um, let's see if I'm doing this right. Nice. Starting out okay. No, okay. Oh nice. Uh, <laughs> this book, um, it, it's how
2: would you describe this? Cause... Well, it's an absurdist how-to book. Right. Obviously absurdist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was taking it so literally. <laughs> no, it, it's 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 kind of it kind of I think takes the piss out of the concept that you can write a book mm-hmm. with a title such as "How to Make Love to Men" or "How to Make Love to Women." That's just ridiculous to me that's the most ridiculous project in the world writing a book about how to make love to men there's only one kind like we're right. a monolith i've never even
0: thought about that because <laughs> no. I, I i dismiss those
2: kind of books so quickly right understood right and so because of the popularity of that genre and because of this weird expert culture we're in of like we need to we would you could book an expert on Oprah who told you how to wipe your ass mm-hmm. like that would that, that person would literally get traction <laughs> and it would be this gentleman right here. Gentleman. Okay. and um, and so you know in that expert culture is kind of taking the piss out of that kind of expert culture and saying wait a second let's back off and let's let's step back into ourselves you're the expert on yourself mm-hmm. if you would actually take the time to think about it for a second you would be the expert who could write a book like this
0: who could write a book like how to make Love to Adrian Colesberg's really the only person, person you know. Exactly so you're like okay, I'm gonna give an instruction meal and, and what's funny in, in, in starting to read this book it's extremely specific to you yes uh, there are charts that, <laughs> I mean I mean I mean so it, it's it not like
1: be. just a, so it's not like a try and grab people title that's actually what it's about
0: Well it's, it's yes. funny Gilmore, there are graphs uh, I know having read at uh, the beginning there are charts I know the the 11 women that Adrian had slept with up to the writing of this book, I know their size, I know their shape. There, there's a bit about how uh, shape isn't, you know, just getting into it. Uh, it's not about your size, it's not about this. Uh, Adrian takes all types. Right. You know, you even have a right. chart that's like, let me show you how 99% of women fall into something I would bang. Right. Exactly. You know, uh, exactly. there we or go. make love to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and I will give you examples from my life Right. that, that illustrate this point. Um, it, it, it is told in a really uh, dry way, but what Adrian does when he's writing this book, what, what you're doing is, you're, you're, even though you're being extremely specific, you are turning yourself into an everyman. I think if if you, and I think that's,
2: a, a, a exactly, I think that's very true, and I think if you go deep enough if, into something, you do hit universals.
0: Right, because yeah. uh, I, as I'm reading this... I started agreeing with Adrian Colesbury, and I was like, wow, this is also, in a way, how you make love to Jonathan London. Well, for the most part, you don't, but, <laughs> uh, but, but I'm reading this, and I was like, oh, yeah, I like that too, Adrian. I do like right. that. And uh,
1: So in that respect, it, 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 I think achieve, our readers, it achieves what a lot of those kinds of books would do, only using less than general examples.
0: I think right. it achieves what a lot of those books miss. Like I told you, how dismissive I am of a book that says, "Oh, everyone should listen to me, and I'll figure, I'll tell you how to fix your credit score," uh, or right. I'll tell well, you I was how about I'll, sex books, or sex books, right. or advice books, or relationship books. I'm dismissive of those because they're they are the Michael Bay books. They right. are the, the wide net. Exactly. Um, those so far in reading this, there's a resonance to it because you are aiming so specifically that I'm actually uh, stepping into your shoes.
2: Right. Oh good. Yeah. So, okay. Great. So
0: if you guys are like, Why the hell would I wanna get a book to learn how to bang the dude from Geekscape <laughs> <laughs> uh, know that in reading this not only are you gonna oh, laugh a bang no dude? <laughs> dude. <laughs> that <laughs> Harry Potter queer over there on the rough side, I don't want him. <laughs> I know exactly the listener who's talking like that too. <laughs> all right I wanna know I want know I know I got my commodore 64 started downloaded geekscape and this is the garbage you give me <laughs> um so uh guys uh don't shy away from picking up this book there was a a part that I had just read before you came over, not legal disclaimers um I'd read this this bit um and uh let me see. It's early, because I just started reading it. But uh, everyone has their ugliest part. You know the part of your body that, that is your ugliest? Gilmore, what would be your ugliest part? Uh, like, f- uh, physically, on your body?
1: Uh, oh, um, I don't know. The part as, you're insecure about. Well, I mean, as geeks, I have as, shitty toenails. OK,
0: <laughs> that's it.
1: That's it, that's it, pretty confident. Wow. Delusional,
0: Yeah, delusional. Uh, I mean, as geeks, we all have parts of ourselves that we don't like, you know? Uh, especially, um, you know- My nipples
1: uh, are always very pronounced.
0: You get when you when you're with Leah.
1: Like I can't wear shirts. When
0: you're with Leah, do you get like uh, do you get self con self conscious about stuff? Not at all. She loves it all. Okay, that, now listen to this part here that Adrian wrote uh, with a, a graph of a, of, a, of a woman, and there's <laughs> a, there's know, she a tummy. Donuts. She has donuts for breasts, but it says, it says, Your ugliest part. Despite all of the reassurances about Adrian Closeberry's breadth of taste And body style, breast size, ethnicity, grooming habits, and personal smell, you will still most likely enter the relationship shouldering one or two insecurities. Know this Adrian will make it his hobby, nay, his obsession, to take these off your back. If you're thinking, oh, how kind? Not at all. He does it more for himself than for you. Um, he then goes on to describe those little bits that you may not like, the the part about your midsection, or what would your you say, body hair, your body hair, some different sized breasts. Yeah, yeah. And and those are the things that make that individual you are intimate with uh, more personal to you. Yes. They're that's what that that that's your into the intimacy. That exactly.
2: That is your way in. A it, gap in the teeth is your way in. It's like, those are the, like that. Those, those <laughs> yeah. are the things
0: you remember about the girl. Right. Uh, I remember a girl, I actually had, uh, I, I worked with her at the YMCA, and we ended up hooking up. And the thing I remember about her most is she had had a breast reduction, and had these scars underneath them. Um, and she was really self-conscious about them, but those are the things I remember. And, right. And I I didn't care, you know. but no, no. But, no. but, but it, makes a, it makes that person an individual.
2: Absolutely. That, that you're having
0: a connection with.
2: There's one girl in the book, and I give the example in that section, who had a, had a body hair issue, and she had this little patch of body hair, like right on the lower part of her back. I was constantly just petting that little patch of body hair.
1: That's fine.
2: Because it's great. It was great. It is. It's cute. And I knew that that she was self-conscious about that, and I knew she thought. I think she had this thought like, oh my god, I am good with a guy until he finds that little patch of body hair and he's going to be so turned off. And so my thought was in this ugliest part thing, and I express it there, is that if I'm constantly loving that little part of her body, and then that uh, will communicate to her, no, 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 I love you. I don't. It, I'm not going to get turned off when I find that. I'm going to mm-hmm. find it immediately.
1: Right.
0: That's Very exactly high. what I do. So it it's yeah, and this well, is I, I, where I, the that's bo- what I'm yeah. saying. That's Everybody what does. I people should do. This that. book I'm I'm reading this book and I'm like, oh, okay, because because sometimes uh, Laura's not in the mood for some reason or another, and this is a useful way of saying, you know what, celebrate these things about each other, and that is your end to intimacy. I'm sure that Adrian, you know, watching T V, whatever his relationship was with this girl when he's petting this thing, that is a doorway to the next step. You know what I mean? Right. To, Absolutely. To, to letting her say, "Okay, I, I will, I will bring, I will let Adrian in if he's cool." Petting my shadow, of the Colossus patch. <laughs> it's a video game where you have to grab Colossus by the <laughs> hair oh, okay. and climb them. Oh, uh, okay. if but he's your cool shadow, with of the that. Colossus
1: patch would actually be a piece of your body that would be stone <laughs> yeah. that would kill you. Remember yeah. that
0: video game where you had to like climb on their hair and then climb onto the patches and stab them with a knife. Uh, <laughs> So if you're cool with that, uh, then then right. that that is your insight. That is your doorway into an right. intimate life. I think. I, I mean, this this is that's an insight that a book that aims wide may not tell you. Yeah, would I think miss. Whereas if you if, if in
2: any situation, like I said, you go deeply and specifically enough into something that's very 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 small in scope, then I think you can hit universals and hit things like that. That it's so cool that you're like, oh my god, I do that. And maybe you thought I'm the only person who does that, or maybe that's a that's a unique thing. But I think it's a I think and I think it's a wonderful, kind, loving way to approach them. And also, if you if you convince a woman that you love her ugly part, boy, you can. That's the door to kink it up too. Right. Like if hey. you, yeah,
1: yeah, because you can't argue with results.
0: No, well,
1: Leah doesn't have a tail, does she? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, well,
0: the crazy thing here is I I I, massage I, it, guys. Massage it with Ben that, Gay on it. <laughs> this is the weird thing about being a geek and doing this show. As Adrian's talking about the small uh, you know differences in girls and how that's you know insecurities. I keep thinking what if the guys in that movie species when the chick started turning <laughs> <laughs> when the chick started turning into an alien they weren't they, they weren't just hornballs they were like Oh, so she has a little bit of scales. Yeah. That's whatever. my end of the intimacy. <laughs> and it wasn't until her tongue had actually gone through the back of their head right. and killed them that they were like, "Oops, shouldn't have learned to make love to Adrian Colesbury. Right, exactly. Like like do you think that that like uh... <laughs> That's how I think. I'm listening to Adrian. I'm You're like, saying I'm that like Oh a- my god. If if an Adrian if if an alien ca- <laughs> if an alien predator came to Earth and disguised itself as a hot woman, Adrian would be like I, I would it's cool That you
1: have a small tail yeah. And then he'd get in the hot tub Hit filler with eggs uh, And he Adrian, Adrian sounds a lot like alien Yeah So I think he's actually The scout Preparing oh, us all oh, For yes. a Skrull-esque yes. exactly.
0: oh, Do not buy this book
1: <laughs> Do not fall this under the This is alien head. propaganda True He's gonna eat rodents Like he's on V For the rest <laughs> of the <this> show <laughs> Let's call Mark Singer Immediately could you futz with the thing? I, oh, mine? The his. Okay. Sorry.
0: So, uh, yeah, that... Th- I think I sadly, sadly uh, that yeah. is what I am... How's that? Um, sad? How's that? Bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that means keep the show going. Uh, sadly, that's what I think. But, uh, guys, how to make love to Adrian Colesbury. Question from the room,
1: Gilmore. What is the part that I could touch on you? Um... I I could.
0: too do not like that. As I get older, I'm, I'm I'm my back hair. Funny story. Now that we're going to Comic Con, uh, you guys know that I the that, that that my good uh, that sometimes I go to Comic Con and there are times that I'm shirtless.
1: Oh right yeah yeah. He walks around in his underwear. Um, no not
0: me. My friend Sam. All I just, right, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. want to be like him, so I take my shirt off. <laughs> He's a totally different person. Uh, but I was like I want to be like Sam, so I take my shirt off. Gilmore gets the job of shaving my (laughs) (laughs) bad. there we are at the hotel before on the Saturday that I go do Sam
1: (laughs) and he's always like come on man come on just a little it's like no Gilmore's Gilmore's
0: like this (laughs)
1: like, that's fine. <laughs> Shaving
0: my back <laughs> before, uh, like you're before training
1: me for karate, and you're like this, right.
0: uh, and I'm like, you sure that's on the back? And I look at the mirror. I would like to not have back hair. I Really, would not like to have back hair. I think, you know, as much. I gotta get Laura to read this book because I'm pretty sure Laura would not like for me to have back hair either. So, uh, I don't like that. I don't like getting older and having back hair.
1: Huh. It's gross. I, I've never seen it as an issue. It's just a thing. That Gilmore, you don't have. don't
0: have issues with yourself. It is why you will not look both ways one day in traffic. <laughs> and that will be it. Uh, if a bus comes, I'll just jump with my super speed. It's like, yeah, you don't have it, buddy.
1: <laughs> like in the next Karate Kid, I always thought I could do that. What? When she, when a car is coming and she just kind of jumps, jumps. And, jumps and runs row. along the car. Right, Before, like right. five or ten miles an hour. You could totally do it.
0: Gilmore, I'm not convinced you can jump over the, the bumper of a car. <laughs> nah, can't. I couldn't. There's no way. That would be a broken leg on me. That'd be done. A cracked skull. Um, so, guys, uh, be, even though we didn't review uh, Harry Potter, uh, there was a movie that just shook me this week. Gilmore, uh, have you been getting the press releases for this movie called The Cove that opens in New York and Los Angeles on July 31st? Yes. And, y- and you were like, wait, this is a documentary about dolphins. This is not for the Geekscape audience. And so where did those go?
1: Uh, well, actually... Did they go to the trash bin? No, actually, I'm like, hey, who wants to do the Cove? And you're like, oh, who the fuck cares about the goddamn Cove?
0: I wrote that? Yep. Let me tell you something, okay? To the people from the Cove. I went to see that Hurt Locker movie about the bomb uh, diffusers. Have you seen that movie, The Hurt Locker? It's about guys in Iraq who defuse bombs. Oh, okay. Um, That movie is kick-ass. The Catherine Bigelow movie. Um, They had a trailer for the Cove, right? When I got the press release, I thought that, hey, we don't do... Nature movies here And and seeing this trailer for The Cove th- That made me want to see the movie So the next time I got a press re- I literally emailed the press people I was like guys I need a screener you like I need it? to Why'd see you this like movie it? Why'd you like it? This movie is about a, a, a film th- the, Okay let me tell you about the film director The film director is this guy oh, uh, brought I, I brought the press release And I highlighted the bits that I wanted to talk about Because this movie shook me to my core This guy uh, Louis uh, Pesoyas uh he made he, he was like hired directly out of college to work for National Geographic. He's been like one of the a nature photographer for a long time. And he's like, Okay, I'm now gonna make a uh, a movie. And he started researching this uh, this story about um, this cove in a Japanese village that provides the dolphins for nature shows, like at SeaWorld and so like that. And so what they do is these fishermen go out and they, 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 they beat on these poles in the water to create a horrible sound And they dry all the dolphins to shore The dolphins then get netted up oh. A bunch of people come in to take a look uh, And pick them for the, uh, their sea world or the, for their dolphin shows From around the world The ones that don't get picked Then get herded into a cove and slaughtered Oh, The meat ends up in like the Japanese school system oh. A dolphin is so high up the food chain that, so, uh, that their, their meat is, has toxic levels of mercury in it. Right. You know, when, 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 when exhaust comes out of our car, whenever pollution hits the air, it, uh, it ends up in rain and it ends up in the ocean. Small bacteria eat that, things eat that. And then as I it works... in a little cartoon on screen yeah. as you're saying. <laughs> as it <laughs> works its way up the food chain to something like a dolphin, that, the, that, that level of toxicity is multiplied with every, with every right. creature and so by the time you're eating dolphin meat it's just not healthy and so remember a couple weeks ago that's I got one all of pissed the reasons it's bad wars? to eat people <laughs> don't, don't eat people do not eat people Please. anymore, anymore. But, uh, because we eat all that stuff and, um, <laughs> so so this guy uh, he had a buddy of his and this guy um, his name was Richard O'Berry, and he was the trainer for Flipper remember the 1960, uh, 1960 show? You know who Flipper yeah. is he trained Flipper and there were a couple different dolphins in Flipper and Kind of created this whole dolphin phenomenon of like a smiling dolphin, and he and now he he says that was the worst thing I ever did. I've now spent the rest of my life trying to reverse people's loves of dolphins because it's created this culture of captivity, you know. Oof, uh, yeah. So this documentary is Louis and uh, and this guy, and they go to this village. Where they really are secretive about this cove. I mean, this is like a this is like a, a military operation almost. They've got barbed wire fences. They've got cameras. They they do not want wow. the world to see what is going on in this place. Right. So what Louis does is he hires like special effects people, divers, ex ex military people, and he starts going in there to set up cameras in audio equipment. He has these fake rocks that have cameras in them. So it turns into like this Ocean's 11 type of movie where you're watching this Operation with Specialists and the whole documentary is about them going in there to get footage of the slaughter that this Japanese village doesn't want the rest of the world to know about. Wow. And so you see them like hurry hurry there's a guard coming. They're sitting there they're setting up the guard watches, they're setting up the, I mean in wow. the whole the whole city which which makes its money off of this import of meat and dolphins is uh in the movies the, the movie's hardcore so the movie's you, you just, see dolphins fucking getting slaughtered it's so, gross so
1: the movie's just another example of why the Japanese are evil well cause that's what whale wars is about
0: well there's a rule three nukes
1: three nukes two won't do
0: it Okay. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. But but not only is it it like Whale Wars, but but the captain of the ship in Whale Wars is one of the guys interviewed in this movie. That makes sense. Uh, And it's uh, and and it's not just that, but but Japanese. We love the Japanese for giving us video games and technology and and things like that, but they're crazy. But the fishing but the fishing industry in Japan is the strongest in the world, and Mm. some of the things that they're doing are uh, are just they're, they're. they're backwards You know uh, They're still doing Illegal whaling um, And and I learned a lot About dolphins like, uh, like that dolphins Have more folds In their brains Than humans So they can probably Make faster connections They're probably Smarter than us We just can't Communicate with them They're probably The, the highest evolved Life form yeah. on the planet
1: Thanks for all the fish uh,
0: Dolphins can use Their sonar To see your heart beating Or tell if you're pregnant
1: Fuck that! It's like yeah, they're like that's not true. They're like
0: Matt Murdock. Wow, they can they can tell if your heart is beating or see if you're pregnant. Uh, A human fetus. How can they
1: see if you're pregnant?
0: The sonar it resonates through your body and it bounces back off of the different layers in your in your in your muscles. But they don't know you're pregnant. Like a a human fetus until the last few months of development in a woman's womb looks remarkably like a dolphin fetus. Oh wow! Well, how can you not see that? I mean, it's just another—they're just oh, seeing layers.
2: So they would want to they're detect that so
0: they don't waste sexual energy <laughs> on a pregnant dolphin. <laughs> yeah,
1: Perhaps, yeah, uh, you're right. That's, yeah, that's Do-
0: dolphins can distinguish from large distances the different metal coin metals that coins are made from. Wow! Do- dolphins can hear and communicate in a far well, larger, in a far larger, larger range than this humans can. Yeah, but they—they they, they know the density, right? Okay. Uh, no, they, you don't even know that. Uh, cl- <laughs> cl- clicks are thought to be used primarily for echolocation and Whistles for communication a dolphin wow. can cl- That's just like listen this. A, 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 Wow A dolphin can click <laughs> a thousand times a second And some people think that they can use their clicks to stun potential prey Navy tests Even 100 miles away Dolphins and whales can hear them uh, At 140 decibels To us it's like, it's like if we were standing next to an F-15 Jet taking off Like some of those 100 miles away Some of those Navy tests That's what they sound like To to a dolphin whale. Wow! This is this Jeez. is the this is the fact that f- freaked me out about blue whales. In deep ocean channels, a blue whale can literally communicate with whales around the world. Wow. A blue whale is the loudest animal on earth, making sounds from 155 to 188 decibels.
1: That's some Aquaman shit.
0: Yeah, fin whales can alert others from hundreds of miles away, and. And uh, that way they can save each other from starvation or extinction. Like, okay. hey, there's food over here. Okay, Dude, they're going to take over the air. That's how fucking Namor tells people to take the, like, when, it, when, when you, when you see yeah, when you That's how he storms the door.
1: When you're reading Marvel
0: comics <laughs> and you see, like, the Submariner and all of a sudden he's got, like, these creatures from the deep, that's how he does it. That's how he does it. it, it it's insane. So this movie, The Cove, guys, it's going to come out in L.A. and New York July 31st. After that, you're gonna start getting it in the different towns. Go see it because it won Best Documentary at Sundance, and it shook me for the rest of the night. I was so angry after seeing this movie. Do you have your bag? Do I have my bag of com- uh, Comic
1: Con stuff? From the, the I do.
0: I don't, I don't, I mailed
1: oh, it. Oh, you motherfucker! You know, yeah. something I know
2: about dolphins, uh, not to drag it back no, to my favorite it. topic of sex, is that dolphins <laughs> do uh, experience sexual pleasure. And well, most animals experience sexual pleasure, but they think As dolphins know, have, they have, have orgasms, female they dolphins. They think dolphins have orgasms? They think female dolphins have orgasms. It's been, it's been it's hard to document, obviously, because it's hard to test in the pelagic environment, like the oh. free-swimming environment. Throw some
0: cigarettes in the water. Yeah, exactly, hello,
2: ladies. Hello, ladies. But, but they apparently, just like great apes, great apes females can have orgasms, and they think that females might have orgasms, too. That's nuts. I know.
0: It's crazy. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm actually nuts. angry that some dolphins have been able to create orgasms, and I have yet to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a fucking ape can do it, and I can't.
1: Yeah, you know all those girls uh, who's just like, yeah, I've never had an orgasm. John's the only guy that I know like that. Oh.
0: <laughs> Poor John. It happens. <laughs> Only to me. Um. So, Adrian, uh, are you obsessed with sex? Is that is I that think what I'm it is? Because you are very you're, interested. Because yeah. you are a high school sex teacher. Uh, high schools. I volunteer to teach sex ed for uh-huh. ninth graders in uh-huh. the LA usd Yeah. And uh, and what was that? Was it? I mean, what was your uh-huh. adolescence like?
2: Or, or did you just start? Like, my adolescence was no sex, and involved no sex at all. I lost my virginity at 19, mm-hmm. as, and which is described in the book. But I lost my virginity at 19. I didn't date, or I was very cripplingly shy in mm-hmm. high school, but thinking a lot about sex and very interested in sex. I, I learned about sex from pornography, and then I would research it in libraries, like anatomy books and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. I knew a lot about the anatomical stuff before I actually had sex.
0: My uncle taught me a lot at a very young age. Hello. Mm. (laughs) Awkward moment.
1: Not my choice. (laughs) A.K.A. this show. (laughs) 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 It was consensual for one of us. (laughs) Can you futz with this thing?
0: Oh, sorry. I want to keep futzing, like it's not moving. Oh, that's amazing.
1: Can we just hold it
0: there? Yeah, that's weird. Okay, so uh, to so in nineteen you lose your virginity. Was that like the opening of a of a book of answers for you? What was that experience like? It was great. Did that, yeah, and that that led you down this road of. No, definitely. I mean, I was on the road of
2: being incredibly interested in sex mm-hmm. before that. And I mean, all human beings have a level of interest in sex, right. obviously, but but I think the way I pursue my interest in sex is 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 kind of more analytical, I think, than possibly other people. Um, but uh, but yeah, that that was amazing. and i I had uh, had sex throughout the college years, obviously, and enjoyed those experiences and described them in the book. and it was uh, yeah, sex. in my mind. And, and do you do you, so, do so you, do
1: you approach you, analytically? Sometimes, like, actually, I find myself most not sex, but you know, just alone time. Right. Sometimes, like r- like right when you finish, I'm, I start thinking about. I'm like, why did I why did I like that? What, what I another oh, mental picture right. I got when
0: I pictured Adrian thinking about sex analytically was a prostitute after the session <laughs> literally being like fucking weirdo and wiping <laughs> off markings that he had made on her body. <laughs> like little markings of like, you know, length, measurement, stuff like that. Right, right,
2: in my Keeping analytical... Keeping track role. in your Keeping analytical track, sense. Right, you used, right, for right. Like a, used for like a blackboard. Right,
0: right. Like I imagined Martin.
1: everything normal but just with him with a pad, <laughs> like while it's happening.
0: He, the second he orgasms, he runs over and hits a stopwatch. Right. <laughs> this is
2: fascinating. I must record this incident.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I want to study you. After you're done seeing the Cove, the Cove 2. Right More so, now. Yeah, exactly. Just me the In swimming uh, Guys uh, A little bit of movie news uh, Natalie Portman Has joined the cast Of Thor As Jane Foster So wow. she, she was like oh, I'll work for Gwyneth Paltrow I'll do it um, Jonah Hill And Robert De Niro Have joined Robert Rodriguez As Machete You know that Machete movie That he, he's doing Based on the character From Grindhouse In the trailer uh-huh. So it looks the, like Fucked
1: with the wrong Mexican
0: Yeah Jonah Hill And Robert De Niro Are part of that cast uh, What should we You know, cool. Do you read uh, comic books, Adrian? my,
2: My father was a depression child. I did not have a single penny in my pocket until I was 16. Mm-hmm. So I never could buy comic books So I never got into comic books But a friend of mine had all the uh, Fantastic Four Like in a book wow. I ripped through those I really? loved that Yeah, and I know it's probably the geekiest comic in the world The Fantastic Four
0: Well, it, 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 What I liked about the Simon uh, About the Stanley, uh, Jack Kirby era Fantastic Four Was it still had that, that science discovery aspect to it <sighs> That's what I liked Because I was a, a scientist, scientist. Right, what, right. what sucks is that uh, Because X-Men became so successful Mm. The Fantastic Four has kind of skewed It started skewing less towards like a family of exploration and discovery Towards we're just going to keep beating up Which is oh. kind of what the, the X-Men is right. And just now in recent years that We had the Fantastic Four with somebody like J. Michael Straczynski Who's a science fiction writer uh, He took it over and was like Okay, I'm going to bend it back towards science You know. And right, that's what that was,
2: that was fascinating to yeah. me about it Because I was a young scientist becoming a scientist mm-hmm. And I loved that Whole part about that there it was discovery. You're absolutely right. I think that's why I got into it so much. Yeah.
0: Does the young scientist and the young wizard in you ever have uh, conversations, conflicts internally? The the young wizard
2: is such a failure. The, <laughs> the, the, oh, again, I try, but the young scientist was uh, was a moderate success. So that that uh, yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. uh Guys, um, what did I read? I've, I've read a couple books this week. The most interesting one is uh, Blackest Night, the Green Lantern, uh, the big Green Lantern event, started this week, but uh, it's 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 kind of a dull read because uh, it's a lot of setup. It reminded me of uh, Flash Rebirth, number one, which was a lot of setup. I, I You guys who read uh, or heard my review of that a couple weeks ago know I wasn't a fan of the heavy setup, but uh, right before it, there was a... Uh, one last issue of Green Lantern that was a setup for Blackest Night and it, it was all about the Black Hand which is like a old school Green Lantern villain who, who killed himself after killing his family with his newfound power. He killed himself and he's been resurrected to be like the main villain in Blackest Night. So Jeff Johns mm-hmm. and, uh, and Doug Banke did this issue just about the, uh, his history to kind of bone you up for this uh, crossover. Or for this event And uh, it was Probably one of the Top five comics I've read all year And Green Lantern's Not in it Green Lantern's in it For maybe like two pages It's all about the villain His psychology His history Oh cool And uh Those are some
1: of the best uh, Issues or episodes Of anything though
0: It cut I mean this episode Cut loose Uh, If you guys like Doug Mankey I've loved him Ever since he drew The mask That turned into the movie Oh right He's been good on Like all the DC stuff And uh this is one of the best issues i've ever seen him draw i mean th- there's literally a big splash page of the black uh black hand can just like kill you with a touch and he can shoot like this this ray at you and he, he literally goes in he's obsessed with death right his father's a mortician he's always been obsessed with death he's always been a weird kid he goes in he uh he's all, he's killed some people the cops are looking for him his family's eating dinner wondering where he's been he youngest kid opens the door immediately gets killed kills his he uh, killed his uh, kills his older brother kills his mom and then kills his dad who's cowering behind the the uh, table and then he sits among their corpses and was like well that was it and he shoots the ray through his own head and there's like a splash page of his head with like his <laughs> brains coming out hardcore shit and Doug mankey draws it to like the detail wow so uh the pacing's awesome if you guys are about to jump into Blackest Night because of this uh, go back one issue in the Green Lantern books and uh, pick up this one because like most of you, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I don't know who he is. Um, I like it. Wh- that that writer especially is pretty good at taking old, forgotten villains and revamping them and making them kind of badasses for uh, so they can just be reused. You know, you know, you know what they tell you. There's no bad ideas, just bad execution. Most of those bad villains are like that. Precisely
1: yeah. true. There's some bad ideas.
2: I don't know. I so I get people coming up to me that now that I've written the book and they say, "Hey, I have an idea for the book." And my whole reaction is, "You don't have to tell me the idea. It's a fantastic idea. I don't care if it's about a cannibalistic gopher who loves cheese or whatever. I don't care what the idea is. If you execute the shit out of this, it's a winner. You hmm. just have to be willing to put in the years that." T- take that it takes to execute an idea well enough how
1: long did it take you to write the book
2: <laughs> uh two and a half years for the writer's draft and then four years to get to this point
1: wow. so
2: the selling and polishing process getting it through the pros who were brilliant those uh, was four years so six and a half years
0: wow uh, how has the reaction been now that the book's been out a couple of days <laughs> it's,
2: it's been um mostly i'm still dealing with the pre-reaction right. like you got you reacted to the book right. before the, the actual Date. Or I guess you did get it. I on got the it on the rate. date, yeah. Um, but um, but most people, the reaction has been fantastic. The reaction has been really terrific. I thought that people would have a misunderstanding of the book and understand the book as kind of a lads book, you know, kind of a, I score with women and there's another notch on my bedpost or whatever like that. And people have really gotten the book. They have not, they have, they have understood very well that it's not that, that it's a guy looking deeply into it. But, but, but in a hilarious way And mm-hmm. so in a really Readable hilarious way And so I think I, I've been really happy With how people Have gotten it I got some great reviews On, on geekscape.net
0: Oh yeah yes. I wrote up a little I, a I wrote up a review. little preview I hadn't read it yet But I wrote up a little Preview about the book uh, I, I gotta tell you As soon as I Got the book I opened it up I was pretty excited To read it First words out of my mouth It's fuck time It's like yeah Let's do this. Yeah, I was one of the guys. <laughs> so after reading the book, I'm now a little more uh, polished. but at the time I was right. like, let's get this book going. Yeah. Hand in pants, <laughs> just totally ready to go. Um, so now that I've read it, I can actually right. approach lovemaking as a gentleman mm. and a scholar. Mm. So if you guys want to uh, want to do that, th- this is the book to do it to do it with. You don't do anything to this book But learn The book does things to you It's a a relationship
1: You just kind of fall asleep And put it at your toes
0: As much as I'm joking You bring your experiences to the book And Adrian's bringing his experiences to you Right And that relationship Happens as you're reading the book
2: No, I agree with that I I very much agree with that Yeah,
0: you do Because I'm a genius Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> no, but 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 that is that is how I felt uh, reading what I've been reading. Uh, Gilmore and I are going to Comic Con next week. Is there any plans plans to give a four-color version of the book for some of us who don't read prose? Who, if,
2: oh, I would love that. Yeah. Oh my God, I you probably would couldn't publish it in the U. S. To but get with someone to do that.
0: A how to make love to Adrian Colesbury comic because right now going through the book you guys there's so many graphs and charts because again he's approaching everything analytically uh and it adds comedy
1: yeah you're right right you know what you could do i, I don't
0: see how it took six and a half years with all those charts <laughs> and
1: graphs it's not a whole lot of words in there you could do it like a scott mccloud book
0: Have you read scott mccloud i will do it scott mccloud is a guy who did uh what is it, the guide uh,
1: how, co- to how to. Uh, uh, how to make comics. How to read
0: comics. How to read comics. Oh wow and It's sort of like an analog look at the at the at, at comic books. And, I, uh, would nice guy. I would adore that.
2: I would I would love to get it in a in a different medium. You know, like like I like exploring things from different. We made some trailers for the book. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know if you saw I the trailers. One up on the side, yeah. Yeah. Oh oh very oh that's right very cool. So I love like coming at it from different angles. There's a I, I read a section an excerpt from the book and there's a guy I know who's doing a little claymation kind of thing oh, weird. To, uh, to, to like go along with the excerpt I mean it's, it's a ten minute excerpt so it's not I mean he's not going to spend the next year of his life doing some claymation thing to, wow. but it'll be very simple but really I think he has some really cool ideas so I'm looking forward to that but I love coming at the book from different angles and coming at the topic from different angles I would love it if somebody wanted to do a four color thing I'll would. I would, I'll say this to camera I would love it If somebody wanted to do Some four color thing I think that would be The coolest thing In the entire world
0: What about um, So you're not going Down to Comic Con We're going down uh, it's, our, it's our week it, It's like It's like a Muslim's Mecca
1: Really It's like, like every week I leave really sad That the world Isn't like it is In the gas lamp quarter In Comic Con For that week
0: Well two years ago You and I made the drive back On that Sunday together uh, and we were both In a, in, in a mood <laughs> Yeah
1: uh,
0: But last year Laura came down On that Sunday And we uh-huh. spent uh, The night down there At her our, at our friend's house And I must have been The shittiest guest Because I immediately Just beelined it For a couch In the living room Totally destroying The use of that room For the rest of the night Because I just Plopped down Cast out In a second I was asleep <laughs> Snoring loudly the, the week really wears us out But we've got some good interviews lined yeah. up Who do we have so far?
1: Um. Do you Okay Um. Let's, they, they, I
0: mean these are tentative they, they, they sometimes They're tentative things I mean, fall they, apart. they probably
1: will fall apart um, No they will They will all fall apart <laughs> <Talk> Everything <about. laughs> will go under No but confirmed We've got uh, Well for the site We've got actually Natasha Henstridge from, from uh, species. species. Nice. <laughs> nice. I will. I will learn to make love yeah. That's a callback. That's 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 from that's for the site though. It's a written one along okay. with Stan Lee also okay. for nice. that. Um, we've got Bruce Campbell. Okay.
0: Uh, we've got oh, the
1: uh, writer of the movie Orphan, which oh. I I don't know if you've been reading my Facebook, but I've been fascinated. With that by, movie? With this movie. Because that girl's got a the, unibrow? Yeah, no, if you it's see like the Rita trailer... It's like Frida Kahlo
0: as a murderous if, child. If
1: you see the trailer, she is either a, an adult, a demon, a ghost, or a telepath. Because they've been playing up this whole little, like, what's Esther's secret? It's like, you'll never guess the secret. And it's like, motherfucker, oh, i got... Oh,
0: is that the hook?
1: Yeah, so it's like, motherfucker, I've got four guesses, and I'm, I want to ask that writer next week, which one of my guesses is What on? if Esther has
0: a quato who's telling her what to do? Like in total recall. That's 5. Okay. That's five guesses okay. now. Possible. Open your mind, Quade.
1: But an adult? A <laughs> Remember DNA, that? that movie was
0: the bomb. A
1: That's ghost, great. a telepath, or or a twin evil quato. Yeah. I'm leaning towards adult.
0: I'm yeah, I don't I don't know.
1: Cuz she has that weird little part where she's like trying to seduce Peter Car- S- Sarsgaard. Uh-huh. Uh and then that other part where she like hops out of the bed and it's like <laughs>
0: Yeah, but some of that's just sound design for the trailer. Yeah,
1: that's I've taken that into account, but she's got a secret, and I think it's one of those things. So we've got that guy.
0: You know that trailer where the girl's like murderous, like they they adopt her. I can't wait for the adoption rates in this country to plummet. (laughs) (laughs) There's a movie about it. The family who adopts a girl, and then she goes about trying to kill the rest of the family. Yeah, it's like thanks a lot.
1: Like, what was this guy thinking? It's like I want abortion rates. You know what they were thinking?
0: (laughs) Money for myself. F those little kids. Not my fault. Who needs f- a home? It's not my fault you're not loved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I think it's, not got- my, it's
0: not my love my fault Daddy wanted a boy.
1: I think we've got the guys from Saw Five. Um, it looks like well, we're going to get uh, Jim Lee, Jeff Johns. Oh, God. Uh, Jeff Johns.
0: who we just talked about his awesome fucking writing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of people. Hopefully, okay. some good celebrities, maybe the cast of It's Always Sunny, people like that. Again. Can I interview oh, Bruce cool. Campbell? Is that okay? Yeah, no, that's you. Okay. That's okay. you. I just want to.
0: Because I talked to him on the phone.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's a follow up. That's why I get Kirk.
2: I have a theory about oh. Bruce Campbell. I think Jim Carrey is essentially doing a Bruce Campbell imitation. Hmm. Because remember how Jim Carrey built his career? He was totally an imitate, an impersonator comic yeah. in in Las Vegas, and then he came to town. and I think he basically decided, oh, this guy, because he his acting to me is because Bruce Campbell I think is a freaking genius, right? And and I think Jim Carrey Jim Carrey is is great at what he does and blah blah blah. But I think basically his start point was I'm gonna do a Bruce Campbell imitation.
1: In his regular life? No,
0: in his in his movies, in his film acting. Have, have you read Bruce Campbell's books? I've got both of Bruce Campbell's books there on my shelf. Yours is gonna go next to him.
1: Ah. Oh. But uh,
0: have you read Bruce Campbell's I books? I haven't. How to make love the Bruce Campbell way? Oh. And, and uh, well, I should have read that. If chins could kill. <laughs> uh, he's got like a, a book about his acting, and he's got a book that seems like a, an instructional as well. So ah, uh, nice. Go check that out. I'll check it um, out. out. So guys, uh, we're looking forward to Comic Con. Video games. How are we doing on time, Gilmore?
1: Uh, we're great. We've got fifteen left.
0: Okay. How oh, fantastic. Um, you guys know uh, I. I came to LA as a filmmaker with one idea. I want to remake Monkey Island into a movie. Um, the The original Monkey Island, Secret of Monkey Island, video game uh, just got released on Xbox Live this past week as a special edition, where they basically took the old game and they gave it new graphics and music and sound effects. And uh, I've been playing through that. Um, and, it, and it's weird this feeling uh, that I got because the last time I really played it was in 1990 or 91, as a 12, 13 year old, <clears throat> and now I'm, I'm, I'm playing the game. And Monkey Island was like the first adventure game that had a sense of humor to it, in my opinion. Like the, uh, it was, be- I played that before I played like the Space Quest games or the other ones with humor. But but uh, just the, I loved the world of, of it. I loved how even though you're playing a pirate game. There's a rubber chicken as one of the tools. Like, it had, its, it had like, modern jokes to it. Right. And playing... And then after it, there were, there were not only three sequels, but a bunch of... It started a whole bunch of LucasArts adventure games that had that kind of humor and referential bits to it. And um, they built upon it. Now, going back to the original, it does feel like there's stuff missing. You know, like, like playing it again, it does feel basic to me. And uh, I'm playing it, and I'm like... Wow, I loved it as a kid. I'm loving it now for nostalgia. But when it comes down mm-hmm. to it, um, you know, it, it's it is the difference between watching. Uh, you know, it, it is. Uh, it's still. It, it makes it a simpler game. Now, uh, no, would you
1: so. have cheated during those games?
0: Would I have cheated? Um, you can't. You couldn't cheat really yes, with the original. Uh, with the original Secret of Monkey Island, like with those games, you got to kind of sit there and figure it out because there's no internet. There's no Google. Uh, there's no you, basically, those adventure games, you had to be the first among your friends to beat it because that made you an authority. And that, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, today it would be like the kid with the best score on Halo. Back right. then, fuck it. I figured out how to open the monkey to get it down, the monkey head in the island to get down into the underground. Um, I know what you, you mean? You I had was to the race first to be kid the first.
2: to figure out not to show my age, wizardry.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. yeah,
2: I was the first kid to figure out wizardry. And my group
0: And immediately You're, you're, you're the authority
2: Everybody oh. respects you How do you get that guy? How do you get You have to train With the Murphy's Ghosts And then you have to go
0: there People who weren't
1: talking them? To you at recess before Right, right, like, right. Just <gasps> like, Dude I'll give you my jello I swear
0: to God <laughs> so Adrian true. we do have audience members At that right. age Oh who would have Oh remember like, Wizardry? Like Satori uh, Totally play that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally
2: like Saturday mornings. I would wake up early when I spent my night with a friend who had the game, and I would train on the Murphys' ghost until I got this super powerful figure who could go kill the wizard.
0: Now, now imagine go, like that game getting being the exact same game but getting reskinned and playing through it again. You know, there have yeah. been so many advancements since. Yeah, you can't, yeah, go, no, back no, like can't go back like
2: that. Technology is cruel. Technology is is an enabler, but it's also an axe that destroys what came before. Not
1: Maniac Mansion. Not Maniac Mansion. Except for this. They might release Maniac Mansion
0: again in Day of the Tentacle. There is one detail in the game. There's a beach in this game that had little stone idols sticking out of it uh, in the game. And if you guys notice, there's a brand new idol in there. Uh, and, it, and it is the tentacle From Day of the Tentacle Which is a sequel To Maniac Mansion So are they That's awesome Are they hinting Is, is, is When you guys go down To, down to the underground version uh, Area of the game Be on the lookout There's there's one of the idols That's been replaced I think it was a Sam and Max idol In the original It was not in the original It was just a regular idol uh, They replaced it with Little Day of the Tentacle Tentacle so. That's awesome um, But guys uh yeah, uh, I I can't imagine that. But speaking of technology enabling, like I guess when you got to Monkey Island Two, that started opening up like bulletin boards that you could email, that you could <laughs> dial into. Remember BBSs? Yes. You could dial into yes. and you could trade stuff. Um, even then, it was a pain in the ass to get answers. It was such a pain. You're you're better off just sitting there hacking away, working the game, right? Uh, I would say that anybody who worked that hard to get the answers should just work that hard at the game. But I, I think we know someone <laughs> who cheated their way through uh, Monkey Island, yeah. too. But do you want to tell this story, Brian? Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. So I'm um, speaking with my girlfriend, my, you know, my best friend's sister. Let me set this so up. Know. Hey,
0: Adrian, Aaliyah is the sister of a guy who's been doing Geekscape with us for a long um. time. Our friend Ben Dunn is part of the Geekscape crew. Oh, okay. Gil- it became quite a scandal when Gilmore started dating his sister. It became a little incestuous. Mm. But Ladies, that relationship's yeah. worked out. Uh, until the inevitable blood feud, uh, but uh, but but Leah, contact. Go ahead. Go so ahead.
1: so Leah calls me because uh, there is a Dunn family reunion going on right now in St. This Louis weekend. this, this weekend, weekend or last or this past weekend for you guys. Yeah. And I get a call and she just starts spouting off like uh, just just directions, just like take three steps to the left and then turn right. to the right. And she's like, "Do you still not know what this is?" I'm like, "No." And then she's just like, uh, tell them that you're looking for your cousin Guybrush, and I'm like, oh my god. And she's just like, it's Monkey Island too. And I'm like, what? Why are you reading this? He's just, she's just like, I'm in Ben's old room, and I just found a walkthrough of the entire game that he printed out and got. And so I immediately called Jonathan, and his reaction is just, just silence. I expect us to laugh our asses off together. John is just,
0: I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed, Ben. Ben, I'm disappointed.
2: <laughs> I never understood people who wanted to cheat that elaborately, because it's not the game, then. You're, it's like a movie. You kind of it's you've taken what is a game where you're co- you're cognitively trying to figure out what the rules are, and you've actually turned it into a movie. That's kind of a lame movie. Everyone has that fuck
0: it limit, but at least give it a try. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's why I liked... You know, I've actually had more fun playing the Telltale's version of... They made a, like kind of a, roughly a fifth Monkey Island that I reviewed a couple weeks ago that, uh, that was the new edition of Monkey Island that Telltale Games is letting you download episodically. That game... I got a review copy. There were no uh, facts or anything online telling you how to beat the game. There were no All walkthroughs right. yet. I like beating a game like that, an adventure puzzle game, on that first weekend so there is no temptation of going on google and being like how the hell do i get past this part
1: Mm.
0: when i beat that game after three or four hours it was an
1: accomplishment i think ben's our new vj though
0: ben i (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I mean i mean the question really is do people change Oh, no. I mean, You're going was, deep that, that was 1993, 1994 This is a while ago Ben, it's 2009 He's, a, you know, he's the Ben we know we, we've, we've never known that Ben back then Who right. Who was like maybe I'll steal some shit From the convenience store down the street I mean how far gone was that Ben back there And has he come back to us to be the Ben that we know If, if he was willing to cheat on Monkey Island 2 right. What else was he capable of back then Is he worse or better now that's that's really what it's I mean. Like that's, orphan is based yeah. on Ben now. That's
1: because...
2: what this shit
0: got opened up.
2: <laughs> Maybe his failure tolerance increased as he became an adult. You know,
1: just because of experience. Just
2: because of experience, he realized that failure wasn't toxic and that you could fail and pick yourself back up. And now he's uh... would explain a lot. <laughs> 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 is he failure
1: phobic? Uh oh I don't know I've never heard that term before I would like to think everyone is
2: I mean I think like like stand up teaches you to fail right stand up is a beautiful device I learned how to fail as a stand up because you are going to bomb and you are going to throw a joke out There that just completely sucks you know. And <laughs> uh, it's going to be like you
1: do it multiple times in a set so yes. It is your set It's, it's your
2: entire set, you're just sitting there eating it up with a spoon And you really need to learn as a stand up To like deal with failure And I That's exactly where I learned how to deal with failure But I think in life We all learn it at some point Or, or you're not going to have a nice time So, so perhaps ben, <laughs>
0: ben learned back then Just to give up <laughs> I, will, I will. I'll just get the answers. I'll just give up. And do you believe he's been giving up ever since? You have to fight to earn things in this world. What sure. do you think, audience? That is the poll question for the week.
1: This has been a, a very point, special ben. episode of. Well, I mean, <laughs> we gotta get
0: Ben on here to talk about it, cause I love Ben. I think that Ben has uh, turned into a model citizen. Ben's like a uh, and, and you Cameron. know what? He's in the same post grad situation that I'm in, that you're in, where we're looking at that bank account every week, and we're like, shit, man, when am I gonna hit my break? When am I gonna publish my How to Make Love to Jonathan Lennon book that's gonna sc- shoot up the charts and let me retire to a hill, a, a mansion up in the hills? Thank you. When am I gonna, when am I gonna hit my home right. run? Right. But that post grad depression it lasts for a long time and you sit there and go man am i a fucking failure you spend a decade right. plus of your life being like where am i going am i a failure it does not mean that ben learned that by cheating on <laughs> monkey island 2. the ben that is struggling today may not have been born that day right there is still a phoenix within right. him that will rise there is a phoenix in all of you Amen, that will one day rise there's a phoenix in me Adrian Colesbury's phoenix may very well be How to make love to Adrian Colesbury I hope so Your phoenix died (laughs) Gilmore It was killed Someone watered the ashes of my phoenix It was killed Uh. by your own delusional concept that you have no flaws You're like, I am the embodiment of my own phoenix (laughs) There's nothing within me but miracles delusional little chocolate that's uh, yeah, what
1: my mom says
0: oh that's the problem your mom was the enabler that that uh that BBS that gave Ben Dunn the downloaded like a walkthrough for Monkey On 2 was. Uh, was
1: your mom great.
0: your mom fed the shit out of you didn't she as a kid oh, yeah.
1: oh my god yeah, I was really fat when I was little
0: I was a little fatty yeah
1: yeah
2: <laughs> I was a little fatty in my head I'm still a little fatty yeah no,
1: <laughs> like food is
0: Come on What are you running from Adrian? Food is the best <laughs> What are you food running from What am I running <laughs> from Is that it, Perhaps a second book You know Like a like water for chocolate Type tale right, Of food and.
2: I love coo- You know where I'm going From here mm-hmm. I'm driving from here To Surface Okay Do you know Surface No it is It's a cooking supply store On the corner of National and Washington Oh It is a Freaking cooks!
0: That's like paradise. His trip to it's the amazing. Comic store. Right, right. It is. It wow.
2: very much is. Oh, a flan mold. Oh my god.
0: You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll
2: enjoy that. And Do you
0: think maybe the next book is about food and, and arousal? You can't, you can't ditch your obsession with sex. Totally. I can't, I'm can't, not gonna you know. ditch it.
2: I think my next book is probably gonna be about the questions I get from kids in ninth grade classrooms mm-hmm. because that is freaking. Hilarious. Can we we get a
0: preview, perhaps, a sample? Well, like
2: here's, I've I've blogged on it. If you go to adriancolsbury you can uh, read a blog. But I I um I blog on uh, questions your children ask me, and one of them I talk about is uh, one of them I talk about is uh, kids ask me at first, will a girl like it if I pee on them? (laughs) (laughs) And I thought. Oh my God! These are little freaks. Why are they such the ninth little graders? Freaks? Ninth graders, and I thought, oh my God, they're getting so many blowjobs, and they're so bored with it that now they're thinking about peeing on girls. That's disgusting and ungrateful, which I was mad about. But then it turns out, just to flash forward to the end of this. I hate ungratefulness. I'm a southern man. But just flash forwarding to the end it turns out that they're not they weren't worried they weren't wanting to pee on girls. It's the only thing they'd done with their penis and so they were worried that they would pee on them.
0: Oh uh, see Oh uh, no R. Kelly's to be found. Right, no, no R. Kelly's yet. But um So but, perhaps this book would be aimed at parents who've been on this question And be like No 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 Your son is not a freak Right That's
2: kind of my point Is kind right. of my Your kids are fine The fact that they're Finding porn on the internet Is not making them Into serial Cheating rapists on Cheating too. on Monkey Allen 2 Cheating on Monkey Allen 2 Is Ben Is very bad Cheating on Monkey Allen You know All these things Your kids are fine this is the world they're coming into and they're dealing with it just like I dealt with the world I came into just like you dealt with the world you came into and just because these kids' worlds is different from the world you came into that I came into for instance and like I couldn't find porn on the internet immediately doesn't mean that hell has set up shop on earth and it's fine. It's fine. They will deal with it. They understand that it's a fantasy. They understand that not every woman in the entire world is going to want to get your, their, your semen on their face
0: and blah, 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 blah.
1: It's actually kind of hard to get to that point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, um, Adrian Colesbury. Um, the book is called Woo! How to Make Love Thanks. to Adrian Colesbury. Um, go out and get it. You can get it off of Amazon. You can find it in bookstores. It's out on uh, Gotham Press. Uh, next week, we're going to be at Comic-Con for episode 131 of Geekscape. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you, Adrian. Jonathan. Um, check out our website, Geekscape.net. If you're on Facebook, add us as a fan. Just search for Geekscape.net or, or Geekscape and uh, and become a fan. And then on Twitter, follow me. Jonathan London is my Twitter name. Twitter.com. Twitter.com/slash Jonathan London. Uh, so uh, <laughs> get on there it's and uh, follow us. Yeah, and we will No O, oh, it's an A It's an A right? It's an A Thank you, Mary uh, But we will see you guys next week From San Diego And again, Adrian Colesbury How to make Thank love you. to Adrian Colesbury Get the book You've been a great guest, dude
2: Thank you This was wonderful This was so fun
0: <laughs> Cheers He's not, he's not going to go get cooking stuff Because he has a hot date tonight Who will then put a, 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 a tail through his head <laughs> <laughs> As he tries to get inseminated To take over our planet Like a right. species so. Right,
1: right or she'll come to give him the rest of his yeah. plant, the rest of his orders. Yeah, I love that you have lizard eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alfred Molina. Remember when Alfred
0: Molina is one of the dudes who died in that movie? That's I don't remember right. that at all. And Forrest Whitaker. Doc Ock. Forrest yeah. Whitaker, I remember yeah. for sure. That movie was badass. Yeah, good yeah. movie. See you guys next week.
1: <laughs> okay, I love everything that we went through in this episode. Now, like, we've never gotten this deep before. We've never talked about like. Life and shit for so long, and that the last bit that really powered you up stemmed from Ben cheating on Monkey Island Two. That was have great. A passion.
2: <laughs> but that's that's you know not to talk about the book more. But that's the, the specific. That's the kind of thing you get specific about something like really should you have a cheat sheet for a book? And if you go deep enough into that issue, you know what you find life at the end of every tunnel. If you have the balls to go deep enough, you find the deepest issues of life.
1: So cheat on on Monkey Island. So definitely
2: cheat. We decided. Find all the answers.
0: (laughs) Good job, Ben. Life is about finding as many answers as you can as fast as you can. Right. (laughs) Right. I started doing something pretty cool. Uh, I started volunteering at the YMCA. I wanted to give back to the community. So I started coaching a basketball team made up of eight to ten-year-olds. It's something I wanted to do for a long time, volunteer. Give of myself to the community. But every time I tell my friends I'm doing this, I always get the most cynical response. They're always like, why the fuck would you want to do that? (laughs) Why? Well, isn't it obvious? The Hot Moms. You see, when they're eight to ten years old, it gives the moms a chance to heal their shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My assistant coach right there. I just. Just not going to touch the mom of the kid with the giant head, Rodrigo.
1: <laughs> Just stay away from that. Rodrigo,
0: hustle over here. You wouldn't happen to be a C section by any chance. Uh, uh, get back in there. Try to keep the other kids from dribbling your giant head. <laughs>